there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tons of people take a multivitamin, me included. I'm trying to get back on track after football season, eating better, exercising, all of that. And it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle-friendly, adopting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks for listening to Saints Happy Hour. We are a family here. You know what families do? They support each other. And if you aren't a patron, we need your support. All the great content you consume for free takes time and money. If you love the show and listen regularly, please become a patron. We need you. Supporting Saints Happy Hour can cost you as little as 23 cents a day. That's what the Saints should have paid Kenny Stills. So please, go to Patreon slash Saints Happy Hour and support the show today. Hey, Ralph. Ralphie. Andrew and Dave. All right, I got uh, a little intel. Your Saints Happy Hour podcast? Yeah, yeah. It's a joke, all right? And I'll tell you why. You, Ralph, you mispronounce everything, okay? I listen, I go, what the... Does he not know the English language? All right, Ralph. I try to get an English class in there every now and then, okay, pal? Hey, Andrew! Think you're smart, huh? Think you're smart? You're in big trouble, pal. You piece of shit like you for breakfast. And then, of course, there's Dave. Dave, a little obnoxious? Got a little bit of a chip on your shoulder, huh? You gotta get cut people down all the time? Is that what you gotta do? But uh, know that life is good. Appreciate it. Do what you do. Keep on keeping on. Shooter out. (laughs) All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. It's a Friday if you're listening to this. And Andrew, the Deshaun Watson saga drags on and on and on. Mm. I have never in my Saints Make it stop. I've never in my Saints fandom swung the emotional roller coaster that I swung today, this Thursday night, late Thursday night. You probably did during a game. You did during a game. During during a game. But I'm talking about during the offseason because you had 
today where you had news that broke and you were the Saints they the, the news broke in the morning they're like the Saints are clearing 30 million dollars of cap space. So then you get the oh my god, they're clearing 30 million dollars of cap space. Then you had the Gail Benson was at the meeting in Atlanta. And it for like there was like a good 45 minute period <laughs> this morning where it was like this you is going to happen. You were drop. Yeah. It was like this is happening. Like Deshaun Watson is going to be the Saints quarterback. And I'm we're putting the we're going to put most of the off the field stuff aside cuz me and Andrew, we've said what we're going to we've said what we feel. People have said what they feel. We're just going to you can't talk about all the Deshaun Watson stuff. It's so much. You can't talk about everything all the time. So we're just going to put the off the field stuff aside mostly for today. Uh, and just talk about the football and what the the where he's going to end up and all that sort of stuff. But Andrew, so it felt like, oh my God, it's happening. And then as the day went on, the sort of the air went out of the Deshaun Watson's going to the Saints balloon a little bit every hour, slowly, slowly. However you feel about that, if it's good, if that's a good thing or a bad thing, I, I don't know. But it it just drained out of the Saints, and then they had a blue check mark from Atlanta from Athens saying that he said he he said the deal's done at like four thirty. He's going to Atlanta, but he also said it was going to be announced at later tonight. That ain't happening. And the sources that matter, Aaron Wilson, who used to work at the Chronicle, and other big names, they're all like Deshaun Watson is torn. He's going to take. Uh, the entire weekend, Atlanta bu- got Matt Ryan to bump his his uh, his restructure back to Tuesday, so they don't have to pay him. Um, so that's kind of where we are with Deshaun Watson. Uh, so how are you feeling about their chances? What are you hearing? Uh, where are where do you think we are? And I got to tell you. I- I don't know, and I don't care at this point. (laughs) I I mean, I do care in the sense that I'm a huge Saints fan, and I do a podcast that constantly about them and and all that. But uh, like he's he's taking all of us for a ride, you know, and it it doesn't seem right. It doesn't feel kind of gross. Like the the dude doesn't seem right that a guy that you know it was different with Jameis, who was a guy that accepted a minimum contract and you know, accepted to kind of come with his tail between his legs when no one wanted him. You know, it was just a different situation with Jameis, who kind of built himself back from the ground up. Yeah. This just feels like a guy that's, I mean, for lack of a better way of putting it, exerting his dominance and control over the situation, kind of like he potentially did with his victims. Yeah, you know? and... and- and 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 I don't say I do not say that in a joking manner. I say that no. in dude, somebody in his camp read the freaking room. Know the PR, PR shitstorm that's going to come your way when whatever team you decide, like they're not necessary. I, I don't know that they're playing this well. Uh but my my wife my wife watches The Bachelor, and uh, I'm ashamed to admit that I've watched a couple episodes. But that's kind of what this feels like. It feels like you go to the rose ceremony, and, and like 
the Browns got knocked out earlier today. Yeah, you don't get a rose. Sorry. <laughs> say, you know, say your goodbyes. Say thanks, your thanks for playing. Say your goodbyes. You know, tell everyone goodbye. All that. Uh, take a moment. You know, and then and then Carolina got that this evening. And so now it's the same. Do you think Matt Rule like, packed up his office it's like the rose ceremony? You, know? you think Matt Rule packed up his office as soon as he got the phone call they were out, or is he going to wait <laughs> until he gets fired? <laughs> Just saying, oh, Carolina has so been chasing a quarterback for 400 days, and they they're 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 stuck with it. They requ- we're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Requested that Sam Darnold request a trade. But anyway, continue. Well, I mean, yeah, it's a, Cleveland and Atlanta, I feel like they have completely nuked their relationship with Baker Mayfield and Matt Ryan. You know, and, and so it, it's just incredible how this situation has made Really, everyone looked bad. If you think about it, like it, Carolina has. Look, we knew they were going after a quarterback, but this is kind of a disaster. I think it's the worst look for Carolina, honestly, because they've wanted him for over a year now, and they've been trying to make this happen. And they settled for Sam Darnold. They moved on from Teddy Bridgewater, and like, what's what's next for Carolina? I don't Jimmy know, but like, G. Maybe Baker, maybe Baker Mayfield. By the way, Seattle's kind of in on Baker. Yes. Well, the thing people forget, Seattle and Cleveland almost had a Russell Wilson trade when Cleveland picked Baker number one. And I forget who scuttled the deal, but basically Seattle was going to swap, give Cleveland Russell Wilson, and they were going to give – Seattle, the number one pick, and Seattle's going to take Baker. So, like, mm, that makes that. perfect sense. I know people forget people forget about it because it's a little bit of, it's a little bit ago. But I mean, that makes that 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 didn't shock me at all. That makes perfect sense that Seattle would want uh, Baker. Mm. I want nothing to do with Baker. Like, Baker no. is Exhibit A on why Drew Brees is a unicorn. He's a short quarterback who can't see the field and has 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 trouble making certain throws because he's short. Drew Brees did it because he was a, a, ma- a magician, right? So I want nothing to do with Baker. Um, I want nothing to do with Jimmy G, but 
Jimmy G's market has collapsed, apparently, according to Ben Albright, uh, who covers the Broncos. So you can get Jimmy G for like a fifth to a seventh round pick. And the thing is now, the Saints have $30 million of cap space, which is a weird place for the Saints to be in, Andrew. Like, they can do all these things cap-wise. They don't have to do all the shenanigans. They can just absorb contracts and do all kinds of things. Honestly, which... I don't give up a pick for Garoppolo. Like, I just wait for them to release him. Yeah, I think like, you if just... If you don't want to release him, that's fine. But, like, I'd rather just give him a new contract. Yeah, like, they, ca- they caught him and you give him... You give him figure like figure out what he's worth because, like, I mean, San Francisco grossly overpaid him. He, he's paid like a starting quarterback. Yeah, he's and, paid like twenty four million dollars a year. Yeah, I feel like you know the Saints could probably get away with giving him like a one year fifteen million dollar deal. You know, yeah. add a ghost year kind of deal, and yeah. you know, he counts seven point five against the cap kind of thing. You know, because because Garoppolo, here's the thing: if he's your guy, you've got to get ridiculous talent around him. Ridiculous. Yeah. Like he he he's not even really. I wouldn't even call him a game manager. What they need a they need a term for a quarterback that's like not a good game manager, but his team wins in spite of him. Like a quarter, like he's just there, like along for the ride. I don't I don't know what they need a term for it. Whatever that term would be, that's Jimmy G. Um, Jameis supposedly has offer from the Saints. He got they. And an offer from the the Colts, and uh, so he's got a little bit of a market. Um, Obviously, not a great one. Not a great one, but I think the same. He would have taken. He would have. He would have been signed by now. Yeah, I think market, the Saints can you know? circle back to Jameis. Um, my question to you, though, Andrew, is everything. The, the good news for that you were talking me off the ledge before this podcast. I was like, oh my god, this is horrible for the Saints because they might they might not end with the they'll. Atlanta will get Deshaun Watson, and the Saints will be left with nothing. The free agency shelves will be completely bare. This is a disaster. And you're like, no, calm down, Ralph. You're panicking. Everything's on hold until Deshaun Watson makes up his mind. So the Saints, plan B now, Andrew, becomes potentially really fascinating for the Saints because they have $30 million of cap space. That means... You can go out and give a guy a one-year, $5 million deal or $6 million, and you don't have to do voidable years inside of voidable years inside of Easter egg, right? You just give them the money, and they're done. So let's talk about that because before we – well, before we get to that, I know they said we're going to have to wait for Deshaun Watson, but what's your feeling on the odds of him going to the Saints? Do you still feel like it's 50-50? What do you feel like it's going to be? The final decision. I, I, no, I'd, I'd say it's fifty-five Atlanta at this point, um, because I, I just think it's so obvious that he would go to the Saints. Like, why would you want to go to Atlanta? You know, the fact that he's even conflicted about this and taking so much time. I just think he ends up with Atlanta because, like, clearly, That's what he wants. logic is not in the cards here. Yeah, you, like if if you're thinking about this logically, it wouldn't take this much time. Yeah, if you thought if, if you were thinking about this, where can I win? Where can I win a Super Bowl? Where can I be in the playoffs the fastest? It's not even a question. It's yeah. e- he, it would have either been the Saints head, or Cleveland. With it, he's not thinking with his head. He's thinking with his other head, which which is you know apropos, if you will. But but <laughs> but seriously, it's like if he if he was gonna if he was thinking about this logically re- reasonably. 
there is no defensible reason to go to Atlanta. When you consider where he's at at this stage of his career, what most people want, which is wins, money, uh, opportunity, all that stuff, Atlanta doesn't offer him that. So the only defensible reason is is non-rational things, right? Kind of like the whole masseuse fetish thing. Well, he, wants to, he wants to go... I had a theory from a shaky source that said agents around the NFL believe that Deshaun Watson, his agent and his family and his people are pushing pushing him to go to Atlanta because they know he's a disaster off the field and they feel like that is the best place for him to not be a disaster. I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know enough about him personally to to make a comment to know. Um, but, um, it, yeah, look, look, I, I mean, what, what do you want me to say about that? I don't know, you know, but, it, but it's certainly everything that, that's transpired, it's, you know, when you talk about reading the room, when you talk about just, mm-hmm. it is, it's n- nothing that has transpired since this started has made me feel any better about no, no, it doesn't. Like nothing has nothing makes me feel better about about him, about how he operates. None of it. Um, at this point, the only thing that that I want is if he's gonna go to Atlanta, I don't want Atlanta to have gotten some sort of discount, and that's why I feel like the the the, the report that the guy from Athens gave about Deshaun Watson because he said it was going to happen. It hasn't happened yet, so that's a strike against him. But strike two against him is he's tweeting out all these text messages that supposedly the person that's in the know is telling him, and the person said it's two first and a third. That's ridiculous. No one has reported an offer that low for Deshaun Watson at any point. That's less than Russell Wilson. That's less than what uh, was gotten for Russell Wilson. That's in the brain of Matthew Stafford. That's what I don't want. If Atlanta's going to get him, Andrew, I want it to be crippling. I want it to be laughably absurd, the offer that what they have to give up for him. I want it well, to be yeah. Th- well, except to remember, the Saints have the 18th pick, and Atlanta has the 8th, and that, that, 10 spots in the first round, and that, that's a big difference. Yeah, so, that's true. If you're evaluating the value of the pick, and especially if they're giving up A.J. Terrell... On top of that, that's well, a big that makes Caesar Ruiz too. Well, that's the thing. The text message the guy tweeted didn't have it didn't have players in it, so maybe that that can right. make sense. If it's two first, a third, and AJ Terrell, that's a lot. Um, because then their defense is a disaster. But that's what I want. I want I want Atlanta to be crippled. Like I want them to be horrible. Because here's the thing. Terry Fontenot, he was good with the Saints as a player person. But you don't know. Can they draft well? Uh Will they manage free agency well? You know, they're they'll have a franchise quarterback, but it'll be just because you have a franchise quarterback doesn't mean you can't sink and be in the seven seven and nine malaise like the Saints or worse, sink lower. Right. So that's what I'm hoping for. Tons of people take a multivitamin. 
me included. I'm trying to get back on track after football season, eating better, exercising, all of that. And it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle-friendly, adopting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks for listening to Saints Happy Hour. We are a family here. You know what families do? They support each other. And if you aren't a patron, we need your support. All the great content you consume for free takes time and money. If you love the show and listen regularly, please become a patron. We need you. Supporting Saints Happy Hour can cost you as little as 23 cents a day. That's what the Saints should have paid Kenny Stills. So please, go to Patreon slash Saints Happy Hour and support the show today. But, I, but mostly, Andrew, I just want this to be over. Like I, got- I just want it to be. Yeah, I think we all do. Look, I guess we get to take the weekend off because he's not going to decide until Monday. Um, and um, I got to say, the strangest thing about all this is that I don't know that we ever really thought we wanted this. And then the whole the <laughs> whole NFC South had to get brought into it. And then it's down in the Saints and Falcons. Like, it's just so strange. Yeah. Dave Cho from the, the alcoholic, he DM'd me. He said the best scenario is um, he would he goes to Cleveland, where we all lose and we all feel okay about it. Like that was the that was the that was the probably the, yeah, the well, best. We're, case we're past but, that point now, aren't we? Well, no, but I mean, there's a lot. Of, I would say no. I think I think I think a lot of Saints fans want it because they they see they see championships and they don't see the downside of it. And look at my mentions. I've gained couple hundred followers but they say mean things about me people people in the discord are tweeting me they're searching my name which i do not do on twitter people talking about me saying how horrible i am and they're screenshotting it putting in the discord which by the way this is for free everyone's listening to this you should join us you should become a member of the saints happy hour family you can get in our private discord you can do all that fun stuff it's amazing you should do it we had four freaking thousand people on the twitter spaces today uh it was amazing it's fun our community we're having a blast join us it's amazing um andrew i want to get back to i just i just want to read this uh, tweet real quick from Warren Sharp, Sharp Football. Matt rules key QB moves in Carolina. He signed Teddy Bridgewater, three years, $63 million. He traded for Sam Darnold, lost the second, fourth, and sixth round pick. 
He subsequently traded away Bridgewater for a sixth. Then he exercised Sam Darnold's fifth-year option, which is worth over $20 million for one year. He then signed Matt Barkley. He then signed Cam Newton. He then benched Newton, and he then cut Barkley. (laughs) That is a summary of Matt Rule's key quarterback moves in Carolina. It makes Jameis look like perfection. You know what it feels like? It feels like the Mike Ditka era. With, with when you read those names. Yes. Yeah, it kind of does. It kind of does. It you know what you that is a great comparison because because the thing is Andrew, they can't figure out quarterback. They have a ton of cap space, but last year they signed like four backup offensive linemen. It was like you need offensive linemen, and you're 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 signing these dudes for like three years, seven million dollars. What are you you're you're signing like a bunch of backup dudes? Like what are you doing? Like Matt Rule, he just they don't they can't figure out they can't figure out the personnel part of it, and it, and it's it's hilarious. And um, they've been chasing a quarterback forever. Like Joe Tepper, their owner, he wanted this badly, and they couldn't do it, and. And that just shows you how bad their organization is that Deshaun Watson's like, no, nope. Um, but uh, we can only laugh so much at Carolina. We can, we'll laugh at Atlanta, and we will, we will pretend that we have moral superiority over them when they get Deshaun Watson. And oh, by the way, I feel like their fans, they have a ton of media people and people with check marks that cover the Falcons that are, I don't know what the, strongly against it. Jenna Thomas, uh, other people, uh, a lot of people at the Falcoholic, but like, whereas New Orleans media people have kind of been sort of, I'm talking about main media people, like FE Athletic at NOLA.com on the TV stations, kind of been sort of, non-committal and just like, eh, it's interesting and they kind of present both sides. I feel like the Atlanta media has been very against it and it's going to be really, really strange to see. Ah, man, I just feel like it. Like if you are going to eject when he's acquired, then you should eject before he's acquired. Like I, I really don't understand this principle of like I'm only going to be mad and disappointed if they trade for him. Like they, they already want to, they've already made the offer. Like the saints would 100% make this happen right now if they could. That's right. So I don't know. I don't understand how Atlanta besting them makes it any better (laughs) to to quote someone else. Like the intent is there. The intent. So, so failing to acquire him despite your best efforts, how does that make it any better? It doesn't. I just want to make fun of Atlanta is what I want to do. Yeah. So anyway, like if you're not going to stick around, my point is like maybe you should start now. You know? <laughs> no, no judgment. No judgment. No judgment. We had a ton of people in the spaces and other people like I, I don't make judgment. And, and, and especially for female fans that that – uh, no, that honestly, either... for, forget male, female. Actually, I, I don't like that because it assumes that like women have been through it. Therefore, they can emp- they, they can relate better to the situation. Like, 
I don't know. Like on some level, if I'm being really honest with myself, like it's really about being a good person and not. <laughs> yeah. Some ways. Yeah. You know? Like forget forget gender. And like when it comes to football, like I kinda like I I I I'm just speaking personally. It's a violent sport, and it, what really resonated with me was what Ryan said on our podcast, mm-hmm. where he was just like, "It's not a, a moral business," you know. They they let the NFL is horrible. Like they let stuff slide. They don't care about the players. They don't they don't care about spousal abuse and violence, and mm-hmm. you know they don't care about any of that. They just care about money. They just care about money, and they just care about you know, um, they just care about growing their product. And they care so, about money, and they ca- they they care about PR when it gets to a a horrible enough level where they feel like it might be hurting their brand. Yeah, anything yeah. below and, that and level, look, they like, don't care about. And look, it's a great product. I think even those of us who are like, I'm out. Like we bought in for a really long time because it's a great product. It's exciting. It's uh it's intense. It's you know, there there's all these reasons. And like, you know, in my personal life, I value morality a hundred percent. You know, I, I always try to do the right thing. I try to do right mm-hmm. by people. I try to raise my kids right. I try to respect others. You know, I do all those things. It, it, that all that matters to me. But I kind of check it at the door with football, if I'm being honest. I, I just do. It's a show, it's a TV show to me. It's it's kind of like when I listen to music, I'm not digging too deep of like what's the story behind these musicians? You know, I, mm-hmm. I, if I hear him, I don't personally love Michael Jackson music, but like, I'm not turning it off either, you know? Yep. And I just feel like to me, it's similar. It just is. And, and I, I, I respect others that are like, I, I, I could never listen to Michael Jackson. I could never watch the Cosby show because it just hits me in a way. And look, we all have to pick, like what matters to us the most and where we draw our lines in the sand. We all do. And I get it. I really do. Um, but for me, football again, it's just a show. So like, I don't know, but, but, but all that being said, like it'll be a lot easier if he's on the Falcons, honestly, (laughs) it'll be easier. He'll be easy to root against. It'll, this will be easy to get over if, if he doesn't join the saints. Now it'll be tougher if Atlanta's good and he, he, he's very successful. Like that, that will be tough, <laughs> but that's not going to, but, but I, I suffered through that when Vic was really good on the Falcons. And so, yeah, look, I hope, I hope this doesn't set up for Atlanta to be good for a really long time. That that would be really brutal, but I'm not going to have any problems rooting against him. And I'm not going to have any problems getting over this. You know, <laughs> it, I'll move on very quickly. And this is where we kind of get back to the original thing we were talking about. Saints have $30 million in cap space. Mickey Loomis has a plan. He was ready to ship out three first-round picks for this guy. And if he's not going to do it for Watson, think about what he can get back for first-round picks. And obviously, he's not going to ship out all three, but but let's say he ships out one or two, and he has $30 million of cap space. What is he going to get back for that? a plan he's going to make things happen they're looking to spend they're looking to acquire Mm -hmm. and they're going to build the best roster they can and that's going to be with or without deshaun watson and if if watson decides he's out it's all good like i said i'll have no problem rooting against him and uh i'm going to cheer for the guys that want to be in the building 
They'll acquire guys I'll be excited about, and, uh, and we'll go from there. Saints Happy Hour needs your support so we can keep giving you the Saints coverage you love. Become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily Saints podcast on earth. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items. So do it. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. You know, and you made a great point. The, the one thing, too, that's interesting is the Deshaun Watson uh, drama and everything that's around it has swallowed Saints free agency whole in a sense of they got Marcus May it, to replace. It ain't, it ain't necessarily Saints free agency either. It's kind of the whole league. Yeah. You know, um, it swallowed him whole. We haven't talked about Marcus May at all, who is a really interesting player to replace Marcus Williams. And, um, they got him basically. It's it was like I think it's it's like a a four year like twenty nine million dollar contract, but it's really two years fifteen million is what it ends. And Andrew, he's a really interesting player. He got picked ahead of Marcus Williams in twenty seventeen, and he's really good. He hurt his Achilles last year. He's coming back. He might get suspended for a DUI. We'll have to see. But he's really interesting, and I feel like he gets he's been swept away with the tide or whatever. Quick thoughts on on him. Uh, yeah, I, I posted, if you're a $10 patron, I posted a write-up about him on the Saints Happy Hour uh, website, so saintshappyhour.com. You can find that. I watched some tape on him. Interesting player. Um, he plays the deep ball really well. So, like, when the ball's in the air, he has good instincts. He He's not a ball hawk, you know, so he's not a guy that's going to make a bunch of plays on the ball. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have great ball skills in the sense of, like, making plays happen right getting interceptions breaking up passes but in general he's sticky in coverage on the deep balls which takes away that throw or if the throw gets made he generally is playing pretty well there so takes good angles um the jets move him around a lot more mm-hmm. you know so marcus williams played high free safety over 90 percent of his snaps with the saints uh I, I watched marcus may and looked at his statistics and they line him up in the slot. They line him up at free safety. They line him up you know, in the box all over the place. And so less than 50% of his snaps were at high free safety. And so, mm-hmm. you know, he's more of a chess piece for the Saints. He's more physical. He's more reckless with his body. Uh, interestingly, most people say, oh, well, he's a better tackler than Marcus Williams. Not true. Marcus Williams for his career is just over 10% missed tackle rate. And I think Marcus May was like 12%. So Marcus May, over his career, has actually missed more tackles. But I think what that statistic misses when you watch the tape is that May, he's, he's more filled out, he's an inch shorter, and, but he's just more reckless. So he, he's going to go for more kill shots. He's going to make more plays in the backfield. Uh, I think at one point, Marcus Williams had like two tackles for a loss in his career. And Marcus May is nine, right? So part yeah. of that's playing closer to the box, but he he also takes ang- risky angles, but he he has instincts to do that, and and mm-hmm. uh, and he can pull it off. So I think you get more of a hybrid guy, like a maybe a Malcolm Jenkins. Although I would say May has more speed. He ran a four four seven forty, and you know, but look, he's he, so 
those are the things you like. And, and look, he was a captain for the Jets, so obviously respected as a leader. He's been to the Pro Bowl. Um, there's a lot of things to like. He's not Marcus Williams. And I, I, I say that, like, I think Marcus Williams is one of the best free safeties in the league. And I'm not sure he's on that level. Yeah, it's 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 interesting, but I, I do think it's it's a it broke my heart a little because I wanted I wanted Honey Badger, um, but he can be a he can be a decent replacement, and if he if he gives you above seventy percent of what Marcus Williams gave you, he's a bargain at seven and a half million dollars. So, you know, it's a pretty good signing. The the concern that I have, it's, it's a pretty good signing. Yeah, I mean. Also, though, he's coming off an Achilles, yeah, and he got a DUI, so he's going to get suspended at some point this season. And I know it's a three-year deal, but it's really a two-year deal because the odds of him seeing that yeah. third year are really unlikely unless he's awesome. And so it's like you're giving him basically a two-year deal, and he's going to miss probably a quarter of that first season. And so it's like he's coming off an injury, why are you giving him all this money again? <laughs> what do you think? What do you think the Saints will? You know, as we wrap up here, what do you think the Saints will do with the thirty million dollars if they don't get Deshaun Watson? Because if they don't get Deshaun Watson, Theron Armstead is likely to leave. So you need a tackle, you need a receiver, you need a quarterback. What do you think they'll do with the thirty million? I think they'll. Bring Jameis back. They have some other offensive tackles they could get, Dwayne Brown uh, and some other uh, offensive linemen that are still uh, free agents that they could get to fill a tackle if they so desired. Um, But what do you think they'll do with the $30 million? Because they'll do something. The Saints aren't just going to sit with $30 million and roll it over to next year. There's no way. Oh man, I mean, I tend to agree. I, I think Jameis is is the next quarterback, but you can't rule out Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. I think he's in the mix. You can't rule out um, Baker Mayfield. That that would be less appealing to me, but I, I don't think you can rule out that the Saints would would explore that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll explore the, the whatever's left of the quarterback market, and if Matt Ryan's leaving, then then maybe he's in the mix too. Honestly, mm-hmm. like I think that those would all be viable paths, and then. Um, you know, once quarterbacks figured out, I think you try to build out the offense as best you can. Austin Hooper's out there. I would look at him. Um, Odell Beckham has been talked about. I don't know how much he's going to be able to play this season because he had an ACL so late in the year. Mm-hmm. And, and, but look, I, I don't know how you do it, but you find guys on the cheap, you find as much talent as you can. And with $30 million, you should be able to add a lot of guys. Yeah. I wonder... I also wonder. You're in, you, it's interesting what you said about the, their willingness to trade. I wonder if they would be willing to trade uh, in the draft or do their 2006 model, where you know they traded for Hollis Thomas, they traded for Jeff Fain, trade like like you know mid round picks for veteran players. Um, you know we'll see. We'll see. It's really interesting. Uh, well, it's this, going. This is where this is where Deshaun gets interesting because. I just think he makes the Saints more appealing as a destination. And then all of a sudden, guys, like it's an easier sell to to sell guys on what you're Come, trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. And and if you're trying, I, I just, I, they will get, 
better players on cheaper deals if they land him. And if they don't, then it starts to feel like, I don't know. What if, what if this year's a bit of a rebuild? Well, here's the thing that, and, and I saw it on Twitter and there was a, you know, there's a case for the NFC South sucks. You should go for it. The NFC in general is kind of weak. You should go for it. The Packers traded Devonte Adams to the, to the, to the Raiders. So they're weaker. Um, so there's a case of hey, still go for it in the NFC South. There's this is you you could still win, you could still be competitive, you can still win, you can still go to play for playoffs. Don't don't give it up. There's another angle that I saw on Twitter is like, no, no. This actually is the perfect time to start to rebuild because the NFC South sucks and maybe you get a little lucky as you're rebuilding and you're competitive. So that's it. I just think the the Saints they're wired. They're they're just wired to go for it. I just don't see them doing a rebuild. Uh I'm just trying to figure out how they navigate themselves to be competitive uh with plan B if Deshaun doesn't come, which I I I, per, I know you said it's 55-45. I think it's I think it's like 75% chance he goes to Atlanta. Like I just I just feel like that's where I am on it. Yeah, I'm with you. I think he's going Atlanta if I had to pick right now. <laughs> and uh, the one thing with the Saints is there's nothing out there in free agency to me that is like, get that guy, get stupid. You know, like the Bills, they went stupid for Vaughn Miller. He's like 33. They gave him like $50 million guaranteed. Like the Saints do a lot of do volume shopping with your thirty million is what I'm telling you. Like, go and get me. Don't go get like one or two dudes. Go get me three, four, five dudes on like these one year, three, four million dollar deals. Like, take a bunch of shots with it, and if it doesn't work out, it's one year deals, and you don't have any debt. I mean, you just try again next year. Like, it don't don't over don't pay premium prices for mediocre or worse players. That's the worst thing I think you can do in free agency. And the Saints have done a good job of the last four or five years, Andrew, of not doing that. So I'm pretty confident on where on, on what they'll do that. Final yeah, you're qu- trying to build the best team. You're trying to build the best team. And mm-hmm. I think uh, a lot of NFL teams fall into this trap of kind of going the NBA route, which is add add like a couple superstar players. Add, yeah. Just collect collect players and work it out later. That's yeah, and I think I think I think that's less successful in the NFL, honestly. So I'm with you. Hit a bunch of singles. So final 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 question, and then we'll, then we'll get out of here. I'm giving you two hundred dollars, and you have to bet on who is the Saints quarterback come Monday night when we do the live stream. Who is it going to be? Who is the Saints quarterback going to be? Monday night when we do the big live stream. Well, I don't know that this gets resolved Monday night. Oh my God. That is not the, so, you know, it's possible that, yeah, it's possible that they lose out on, I think they'll lose out on Watson and then, you know, it'll take a minute, but, um, I think a lot of people are expecting me to say Jameis. That's the low-hanging fruit here. So, um, um, 
I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> think it's going to be him. I, yeah. I think if it was going to be Jameis, they would have gotten this done. You know, I, 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 I don't know. This, this, this whole situation says it all to me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, 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 uh... I, 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 I think like, here's what I think. I think the Saints have decided they're going YOLO for a quarterback. And they want their quarterback of the future. So they're going to identify who that's going to be in the draft, whether it's Malik Willis, if that's who they believe in, or Kenny Pickett, or mm-hmm. Desmond Ritter. And I think that's what they're going to go for. Like, they, they just decided they're going to give up all these picks to get this guy. And, like, I just think they'll do that in the draft. So I believe they will acquire, if Garoppolo gets released, I bet they go with him. I bet they give him, like, a low ball deal that he kind of reluctantly accepts because he can't find anything better. And then they draft a guy anyway. Yeah. And I actually believe that that scenario is more likely than James. I could be dead wrong, but it's just the vibe I get based on like, they just haven't been aggressive or cared about getting James. Yeah. Um, and I, st- I still, I still, the thing is though, it's really interesting to me because Carolina, they pick before the Saints. Obviously, if it, if Atlanta, if Atlanta gets Deshaun Watson, they won't be picking before the Saints. So, and 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 other teams ahead of them have filled their quarterback needs. Right. The thing to me that's interesting is Carolina, a rookie quarterback, isn't going to save Matt Rule's job. And yet, there's nothing out there that can save his job. So I just have no idea what Carolina's going to do. And that becomes tricky for the Saints if they find a quarterback they want because you got to jump Carolina and all that. But that's draft stuff. Um, but mostly, Andrew, I need this Deshaun Watson saga to end. I have a family that I have to responsibilities to. I have a job that I have responsibilities to. I cannot be on Twitter 15 hours a day refreshing my phone constantly looking for updates. I have I have important things that I have to well, get I, to. I think we're all in the same boat and that explains why we had a record number of people in our Twitter spaces. I think our previous record was like a couple hundred and we had 800 I think at one point. We had, had 4,000 people check into e- either listen live or check into it 90 minutes yeah. after it ended shout, shout out to uh willie rofe uh hall He's, of fame saints offensive tackle who was one of those people in. um yeah he popped in and, and eric paulson also who popped in briefly <laughs> he um just to yell at to me, hate che- he had a little hate check on you there ralph yeah he probably did uh, i was disappointed to not see less east in there but um i digress um yeah look i think we're that's we're all in the same boat it's yep. it's dominating our lives. We're refreshing Twitter every thirty seconds. We're all doing it. <laughs> you you, you I, I, if you're listening to this podcast, I know you're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing, um, they're so, doing it right now. As unless they're unless they're listening driving. to this podcast and doing it while you listen to this podcast. <laughs> so I just I just hope we all get answers soon. soon. I need answers soon. So we didn't even talk about the guy that Saints signed today, um, Cantavius. Street, the guy who pulverized poor Drew Brees' ribs in 2020, San Francisco defensive end. Um, we'll have to get. <laughs> I'll have to. I'll have to get Thomas to dig <laughs> to dig up some footage on him. 
uh, and we can talk about them on the live stream. But guys, thanks for joining us. Support the freaking show. Um, we are doing amazing things here. We have an amazing Discord. We're having fun. Join our community. $7 a month. Sign up at the $10 level. You get all Andrew's write-ups on every free agent. You get the booze bundle from my wife. And it's amazing. You should do it. We really need your support. So do it. Support the freaking show. So for Andrew, I'm Ralph. Everybody, have a good weekend. We'll see you on the live stream Monday night. Hopefully by then, the Saints have a quarterback. Please, God, let the Deshaun Watson circus end. I just need-